0: Welcome to Week 15 Podcast. Here, fantasy football season is now. We aren't just trying to make the playoffs. We're here to win them. Good morning, Week 15 listeners. Another exciting week of the NFL is in the books. Uh, Through three weeks, the Week 15 listener leagues each only have one undefeated team remaining. Shout out to the Toon Squad from David Hazley. Uh, I believe that's in League 2, actually. And in League 1, we have Anthony Romano, Moses Mooses, 3-0, congratulations. Off to a hot start. Um, Before I get any further, I'm going to go ahead and uh, launch my win for the week. It's been a win for about a month now, but we've been keeping it under wraps. But this week, we announced on Facebook, my wife and I are expecting baby number 3 coming in April. Very excited about it. My boys are excited about it. They just don't want any part of changing diapers, which honestly, same. But I'm sure I'll pull my fair weight. Uh, Tyler, you got a win for us. Yeah, man. I just
1: want to shout out that school is just going really good for me. Love it. Um, I, I just recently switched schools um, here in, in uh, local central Indiana, and uh, school is going really well. It's I'm actually teaching at our old school, right. so. It's good to be home, I'm uh, just, just really liking what I'm doing, happy with my new career path, so that's my win for the weekend, that's awesome, and, and dude. I can't say enough, congratulations on the new baby. <laughs>
0: Thanks, dude, we're hyped about it. Yeah, we uh, decided to tell Tyler and Kristen, like, the night we found out, and they came over, and uh, we, like, had this plan to tell them, and I think... Kristen got out of the car for like seven steps, and Roman was like, "We have a secret to tell you about my mommy's tummy." <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, they uh, they have not been doing good keeping it under wraps. We basically said, you know, we're gonna wait until we go to the doctor to see the ultrasounds, all that stuff before we tell anybody. But I'm pretty sure the boys have just told like everybody they've came across. All right, I've been looking forward to recording this podcast since the first round of uh, games ended on Sunday because I knew that I was going to have a good weekend. Um I'm in five leagues. I ended up going 4 and 1. Uh I was point zero seven points away from being 5 and 0. Lost in one of my leagues. I I've had the post all typed out about being 5 and 0. I was excited about it. Don Fox, you got me. Uh in the battle for the belt league. I was bummed about it, but I'm still pumped about the others. Looking at my scores, it got a little crazy. Um in one of my leagues, an ESPN standard PPR league, I scored 201 points. 201. That's wild. <laughs> the the my lineup, Kirk Cousins got me 25, Kenneth Walker got me 31, Raheem Mostert got me 45. Jamar Chase got me 26, A.J. Brown, 22, T.J. Hawkinson, 14, Debo Samuel, 25. The Seahawks defense only got two against Andy Dalton, and Jake Elliott got me 11. 201 points for your boy in that league. Uh, Sorry, Chris McCreary. He scored 139, which was a decent score. That's a pretty good week, too. Uh, You're not knocking off 201. I'm leading the league in scoring in that league with 445 points through three weeks. Feeling good about it uh but yeah i i uh I had a really good weekend. We'll get to our heroes here in a minute. I kind of think you just did
1: the segment, <laughs> yeah yeah, well, yeah, pretty close, yeah,
0: what's funny about that team is uh I had Devon achan, which he wants to be called a chan I saw that yeah Devon achan, I had him on my bench in that league.
1: I have a little bit of H <laughs> hand myself and you just you can't pull the trigger on his first game, but wow. yeah,
0: I wish I would've. Yeah, fifty one points. Good grief. Again, we'll get into the heroes here in a minute. Tyler, go ahead and tell me how you did across your leagues.
1: Uh rough week for me. Um I've been bit by the injury bug a little bit, and then I have a lot of Jalen Waddle. And if you watched or heard about that game, seventy points. I I, I like to figure he would have gotten um, a decent run in that game. So he, he kinda hurt me a little bit, but um I'm happy that I have him because obviously big things are coming with the Dolphins. So rough week, but Hey, I'll bounce back. It's, it's a long season as we've talked about. And we are, we now have a good sample size of data to use for yes. um, what's going to come in our playoff runs, if we can make it there. So I, I'm, I'm a little down, but you know, it's about how you bounce back at the long season.
0: Yeah. Again, you know, speaking on what you just said, the Dolphins, I can't help but think when I see a team just being atrocious, I cannot help but look at their Week 15 schedule. We posted on our Instagram this week uh, after the slaughter the Dolphins gave to the Broncos. I just happened to post their uh, Week 15, 16, 17 schedule. Um, So be looking for those running backs. You can find that on our Instagram. Uh, But yeah, you know, in terms of the Dolphins... Uh, and who they, they're they going to play. So if you have any of their weapons, uh, just while I'm thinking about the Week 15 right now, they're going to be home against the Jets in Week 15. That's kind of a rough matchup. It For receivers, I think so. But yeah. for running backs, I think that's a good one because um, that'll probably be a focus on the offense. And then they're home against Dallas uh, in Week 16. Again, Dallas kind of sucked this week, but I, I think they'll bounce back. I think their defense is fine. And then in the championship weeks, the Dolphins uh, – Let's see. Hold up their schedule real quick. Yeah, they're going to be at Baltimore. So three not so great matchups. not so great matchups. But if you're going to score seventy against one team, I think the odds of scoring like thirty against regular teams is pretty good. Yeah, and the Jets
1: <laughs> the Jets might not have much to play for by then. Yeah. Um. Dallas lost Diggs, and we just saw the Colts be pretty successful against Baltimore, who were missing a bunch of starters. But they're they're kind of locked and loaded. Am I
0: right? Yeah. Oh, yeah for you, sure. You're going to play for sure. For sure. Well, and, like, even even Devon Achan, like, he's a backup running back. It's not like we've really aimed for backup running backs, but how do you not when he's got the potential to put 51? and Wilson will be back by then. It's just kind of a wait and see as far as the
1: backfield goes. Yeah.
0: But, you know, we're going to go ahead and move on with our our, our episode here. Uh, Excited about week three, the matchups that we're going to talk about for week four. That's coming. Tyler, after this ad here ready for your waiver wires yep hey man listen we've been posting in the facebook group the waiver wire results and uh you guys want to pay attention to what he's about to say are you a fan of unique handcrafted treasures look no further than our own woodworking and collectibles business At the studio at Benchtop Designs, we specialize in creating exquisite woodworking pieces and have found collectibles that will captivate your imagination. Each item is meticulously crafted with a passion and attention to detail, making them truly one of a kind. From stunning wooden furniture to custom made pieces, our collection showcases the beauty of available materials and the artistry through craftsmanship. Whether you're looking to add a touch of elegance to your home or searching for the perfect gift, Our woodworking and collectibles are sure to impress. Visit our website at www.benchtopdesigns.studio and visit our inspiration gallery to explore our wide selection of handcrafted treasures from our family of satisfied clients. The studio at Benchtop Designs, where craftsmanship meets artistry. All right, Tyler, go ahead and give us this week's waiver wire, guys, that you're looking at. Yeah, I mean, you take a
1: look at the running back landscape, and it's pretty decimated. Um, You're just kind of taking dart throws, picking guys with good matchups. So the first uh, running back I'm going to mention is Samaje Pirine. Um, He has been getting a little bit of run, and they play the Bears this week, so... They are not giving Javante 100% of the workload no, yet. No, I'm off, a Javante owner,
0: yeah. and it's been frustrating. Yeah,
1: they're definitely trying to work him in with the knee. Uh, that team is just atrocious right now. So uh, give Samaj P. Ryan a look. Um, next guy is um, a guy we talked about a little bit um, in early episodes, and that's Devin Singletary. Um, they're playing Pittsburgh this week. Damian Pierce has not been great. Uh, he did get a touchdown this past week, but they are starting to um, share the workload with him a little bit. So I could see a situation where Singletary and Pierce uh, split carries. Uh, wide receivers are where you need to look this week. Um, if you watch the Chargers, that is an electric offense. And Mike Williams went down with the season-ending season, end- season ending ACL injury. So we've seen this in the past. Now it is a new coordinator um, but you're going to want to lock and load Josh Palmer because he, he seems to be the one that, that comes in and fits the mold. Um, if you want to stash and wait, I would, I would suggest Quentin Johnston. But if you need a start this week, uh, Palmer's is where you go. Um, another guy, if he's available in your league, he, right now he's rostered in about 60% of the league, but tight end Sam Laporta. Dude is the real deal. Like and he plays for a great offense. So you definitely want to take a look and see if Sam Laporta is available in your leagues. Luke Musgrave um, is another tight end that you should be looking for. Jordan Love missed him on a bomb, and he was wide open. He also looks to be the real deal in that offense. Um, another guy that I know that you don't really count on a team throwing the ball 60 times. Right. But Adam <laughs> Thielen looks like
0: the Adam Thielen of old. He's a possession guy. And, you know, he had Andy Dalton this week, who is a professional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's, he's how to get that. What do you need? What, what Bryce Young needed to do this week was take a note after pretty much every single play. I started Seattle's defense, or I picked up Seattle's defense before I knew that Bryce Young wasn't going to play. Um, and then when I saw that Andy Dalton was playing, I'm like, okay, well, we're going to find out if we're going to get the, the um steady hand, Andy Dalton, or the guy that's trying to do too much, and and we saw the steady hand, and that's exactly what Bryce Young needs to model his game after. If I'm Bryce Young, I'm thinking, okay, I see what Thielen can do for me now. I see what Thielen can do for me now. Um, you know, that's what he did for Kirk in Minnesota those years, and uh, he's he didn't really seem like he's dropped off one bit once he got the gets the opportunity.
1: So he's rostered in about fifty five percent of leagues, and you take a look at his next two matchups: Minnesota and Detroit. Like, if you can go get Thielen off your waiver wire and you need to spot start.
0: Especially in PPR leagues,
1: like yeah. full PPR. I mean, he had a, he had 14 targets this past week. Yeah. And, again, we don't bank on them throwing the ball 60 times. But 11 for 145 and a touchdown, like, go get Adam Thielen and just plug him into your flex spot.
0: Yeah, and, you know, like, like I've had Adam Thielen in my leagues, I mean, you know, every year since Kirk's been in Minnesota. And he's been one of my leading scorers every year. It was weird to not have him this year. And I just, you know, obviously didn't believe in – uh, the rookie quarterback situation, but um, as Bryce Young learns and as they plug in Andy Dalton when they have to, uh, he's a good play.
1: Uh, Mingo got hurt this past week, so if Thielen is taken, I think Chark is also another option for you. But He had, just... a, good, he had a good play too.
0: All right, finding the heroes for this week was not difficult. Uh, we've kind of already mentioned a couple of these guys. Raheem Mostert. Repped out forty five point two points in ESPN standard. Uh, what's funny to me is if you remember back to our mock draft, uh, I picked him up extremely late. I was I want to say it was like one of the like thirteenth round maybe, because um, at the time Jonathan Taylor was expected to go to the Dolphins, and I remember saying like, "Hey, dude, if I can if I can get him this late right now." Like he could be a starting running back for one of the best offenses in the league. 100%. Um, and so you know, as the Jonathan Taylor news was still gray uh, among my other drafts, I ended up picking up Moster in two leagues, and in both of those leagues, with the last pick of the draft, I picked up Devon Achan. So I actually had both of them on my team. I had Devon Achan score fifty-one points on my bench in two different leagues, yeah. <laughs> but I have both Moster and Achan, and um. You know, they were obviously both heroes. A-Chan with 51.3 in ESPN. Uh, another huge um, hero is a repeat guy, Keenan Allen. Oh, my goodness. Scored, like, 31 last week. Scores 45.46 this week. Had a touchdown pass. 18 receptions. 20 targets. Eight. I mean, d- dude, like, listen.
1: 215 yards. Justin Herbert,
0: in my opinion, one of the best top elite guys in the league, um, has all these <laughs> weapons. And he's just like, nope. The... Twenty-year vet, Keenan Allen. I mean, ten-year vet, but Eckler's
1: yeah. down right now. So we're like, where where are those targets going to go? And it is Keenan Allen, and now Mike Williams is down. Like,
0: yeah, I'm I'm with you on your uh, Josh Palmer and Quentin um, Johnston uh, pickups for the waiver wire, because I don't think I don't think 18 targets is, or 18 receptions is going to be like the norm. But I think how many times the Chargers are throwing the ball, even when Eckler returns, I think that could be the norm. I mean, they um, get Vegas this week. Yeah. Yeah, I like Gerald Everett a lot, too. You were mentioning tight ends. He's kind of a a big-body possession guy. They're
1: splitting. Everett and Parham are splitting. Everett seems to be the the between-the-20s guy, and when they get into the red zone, it's Parham. He's a giant of a human being. Big old long arms, for sure. But they get Vegas, and then they're by. So, I mean, you you can throw the ball against Vegas. Yeah. If you need a spot start, go find a Chargers receiver.
0: The thing about Keelan Allen that I've seen, because they played the Vikings this week, so I watched pretty much the whole thing, is they have plays designed for Keenan Allen, and then they have plays where Herbert floats around back there, can't find anybody, and forces it into Keenan Allen, <laughs> and then they have plays where Keenan Allen just, like, goes deep, like, it's like... Which is a change from the past. Sure, yeah, he was the sticks guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, crazy. Keenan Allen, another hero um for us this week. Tyler, you got any other heroes for us? Devontae Adams. Oh, yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. And I,
1: I know I was down a little bit on him this off season, but... He's just so good. Like, he's so, so good, and and he gets every single ball. He was another one with with 20 targets. Uh, I believe he scored two touchdowns. Yeah,
0: 42.2 points in ESPN.
1: Kenneth Walker keeps just churning out great
0: games. He scored two touchdowns again. Yeah, and I'll say this about Kenneth Walker. I've got him in one of my leagues. Um, Barrick Price, shout out, buddy. Um, he came to me and was like, hey, who should I put in um, – as I think he had somebody that was hurt, and his options were uh, Charbonnet and oh, I can't even remember who the other one was. And I told him, like, hey, you know, the Seahawks are playing the Panthers. They get the ball in the red zone. Give Charbonnet a shot. You know, he's backup. But I watched drives where Charbonnet would play well. They'd get all the way down inside the 10, take him out, and put Kenneth Walker in. Yep. It's like a Tony Pollard and Zeke situation. Um, Kenneth Walker is the guy they want in the red zone no matter what, no matter how get they get there. Uh, so, Barrick, I'm sorry I didn't realize it was going to be like that. But um, as a Kenneth Walker owner, I was pumped to see uh, Charbonnet do all the hard work and then and then put Kenneth Walker in to get in the end zone. So, yeah, Kenneth Walker is is rising quickly on my list of running backs. If I had to do like a midseason ranking, Kenneth Walker would be very high on the list. Uh, Jamar Chase finally did what Jamar Chase is expected to do. 12 receptions, 141 yards, still no touchdowns, but he scored 26.1 points. And uh, PPR leagues. And James Conner, old man James. Dude, is he looked just, great.
1: I know. It's, it's he looked crazy great. Against a really, really good defense. Yeah. Um, shout
0: out to the Cardinals for beating Dallas, man. That but was crazy, man. That's probably the biggest upset of the weekend. They I'd had
1: say. 180 rushing yards in the first half. That's
0: crazy. Crazy. Uh, if you had Buffalo's defense last week going against Washington, they had nine sacks, four interceptions. a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. They only allowed three points. So, Washington, uh, I guess our zeros can start right there with Sam Howell. Brutal, brutal game. Four picks, nine sacks, only scoring three points for your team. Uh, big time yikes. Big time yikes there. Uh, A.J. Dillon is going to be another zero for me. He got 3.3 points with Aaron Jones on the bench. I know the whole Packers offense looked like hot garbage this week. I don't think that's going to be the norm, but uh, definitely he, he struggled. Another zero, and I know it's going to hurt. It hurts me too. Derrick Henry. I know, man. 20 yards? He's getting out-snapped by Spears by a lot right now. Well, I, from what I see... They're like, okay, if we're not going to have success running the ball, we're not going to put him in there. Like, 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 if the circumstances is not a high – like, if we have to throw, it's third and ten, we're not putting Derrick Henry in Which the Which
1: still doesn't make sense to me because he has shown that he can catch the ball and run after the catch. It just does, it doesn't make sense. I almost wonder if there's some, like, nagging injury or something going on. But it's just – it's so out of the norm for – what Henry has done, and he's just been the guy for so long. I just – something is going wrong. And a zero that I want to mention is Justin Fields. Like, I'm to the point where I don't think it's his fault, but I also don't think it matters.
0: Man. Well, we're going to find out this week. He plays Denver. I
1: have a lot of Justin Fields. You guys have heard me preach on him, and that's kind of a homer pick because I I love the Bears so much. But – this is this is a thing where I'm giving him one more chance against um, the Broncos, and then if he does not perform like he is a drop candidate, and I will be looking elsewhere. And he, I'm still looking for backup options. If you have Justin Fields, you're probably running him out there for one more week, and then just seeing what happens because I, I can't drop him at this point because last last year week six he went nuclear, but. I, I just can't I can't have ten points out of my quarterback every week so he I'm gonna I'm gonna roll him out there one more time and then I'm gonna start looking for their options and sit him on my bench.
0: So I have some good news for you I guess um, for Bears fans we're being really critical of Justin Fields which he deserves 0 and three that's gonna I mean that's gonna garner some criticism. And he looks like garbage. He's he's made some terrible throws you know he looks great when he runs and gets in space. Um, but I'm I'm wanting to find out. This is the week where we really find out about the Bears because they played some really good defenses, if we're being honest. Yep. I mean, they, like week one they play the Packers, turns out to be a great defense. Uh week two, they played the Buccaneers, turns out to be a great defense. Yep. Um, and then in week three they played against the Chiefs, who is one of the best defenses in the league right now. Um, so now they're gonna play a team that just gave up seventy points. <laughs> so this is the week where we really find out about the Bears. Um There's been a lot of zeros on that team, no doubt about it. Uh, And Fields is definitely the one leading the zero charge there. Um, But this week, he's going to get an opportunity to play against a defense that is proven to be weak. Um, So, you know, I'm hoping that we see some life there in Chicago. Uh, I think it's at home. I could be wrong about that. It's home. Yeah, okay. So this week, we're going to learn about the Bears. Um, And I'm hoping it's not that they're hot garbage, but we'll see. Um, Let's go ahead and move on into the matchups that I like. And the matchups that I don't like this week, um, like that's one that's just interesting to watch. It's two bad teams, Denver and Chicago, kind of even it out. See what happens there. Uh, I the the injuries that are in Baltimore, I don't know how many. There was a ton, a lot. There was it was like seriously. Like I was planning on the Colts winning at the beginning of the game just because of how many injuries there are. Um, even if some of those guys come back, they might not be hundred percent. Cleveland's real good. Miles Garrett, I posted on Facebook. I believe Miles Garrett is the best player in the NFL. Um, I mean obviously there's a lot of great players, but what he is doing against other grown men, other professional athletes, just seems like not on the same level. <laughs> Did you
1: see that play where they where he was moving different sides of the ball and uh, they were putting two tight ends on his side and he just kept flip flopping back and forth between both sides of the ball? It was it was
0: unbelievable. I, I saw the play where he tackled Ryan Tannehill before he handed the ball off. Like he barely was able to get the ball to Derrick Henry. Yeah. Because Miles Garrett was on top of him during the handoff, (laughs) like had it been a play action, it was like a six-yard loss. Um, But yeah, he's their defense is extremely good. Deshaun Watson seemed to find a pace this past week. Um, I know they lost Nick Chubb, it didn't seem to matter this past weekend. Um, I think Kareem Hunt is going to be an asset for that team. I really, really like the home field Browns over the banged up Baltimore Ravens. All right, I'm going to run down a list of names real quick of entire teams that I'm just going to completely avoid this week. Like, I'm not putting a single player out there this week. One exception would be Mike Evans. Uh, but I'm, I'm not excited about any Buccaneers going against the Saints. The Saints defense is phenomenal. It's in New Orleans. Uh, Baker Mayfield gets a little bit more exposed every week. He's been doing well. I mean, through three weeks, like, he, he's he looks like a professional quarterback. I'm not knocking him there. But he's going up against a juggernaut defense. Um, Mike Evans is really the only guy on this list of teams I'm about to mention. Washington, who just gave up nine sacks, four picks, a fumble, a defensive touchdown, and put up three points. They're going against the Eagles, which might be the best defense in the league. In Philly, don't touch any commanders. Put Terry McLaurin on your bench. Put Brian Robinson on your bench. Uh, if you have anybody remotely uh, good sitting behind them, uh, I'm that's going to be a slaughter, I believe. Um, I also do not like any Cardinals against San Francisco. It's at San Francisco. Uh, The Cardinals did a beautiful thing last week. James Conner has been piquing my interest again. I, I got a trade offer that included James Conner, and I really thought about it, and I thought, okay, let's look short-term. They're going to play uh, at San Francisco next week. I don't like it. Uh, I mean, your guy Michael Wilson is catching a lot of passes that you talked about in episode one. Really like um, that, dude. You know, the, the – The 49ers are just so (laughs) so good. (laughs) They're so good. Uh, Then Jets, man, good grief. They had had their first five drives yielded six yards. I have Dalvin Cook. He was high on my running backs list. Obviously, without Aaron Rodgers, that changes things. They're going to get a new quarterback. Zach Wilson has proven to absolutely not be capable. Um, So they're going to get a new quarterback, but that's going to take some time. I would be very weary of playing Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, uh, even Garrett Wilson, I mean, who seems to be the guy. Like, if Garrett Wilson is your – one of your top receivers, and you have to play him. Like I get it; he's going to be force fed a couple times. The offensive coordinator is going to start designing plays to get him the ball. But uh, man, I don't. I don't like any of the Jets. They're playing against Kansas City, who has one of the best defenses in the league this week. All right, you
1: have Garrett Wilson, and you pick up Adam Thielen. Who are you firing up? Adam Thielen.
0: Isn't that crazy? No doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, just just because of the situation, hundred oh, you know, percent. Like,
1: it's like we're playing Adam Thielen. Over Garrett Wilson. Yeah, if
0: I had to pick, like, a keeper league, like, I'm taking yeah, Garrett for, Wilson, yeah, right. obviously. I just mean for this week. But for this week, yes. This week, I'm playing Adam Thielen over Garrett Wilson, uh, which makes me sad to think. I, mean, I wouldn't even say, if Aaron Rodgers was playing, I would never say that. No, never. Never. Uh, I don't care what defense they're playing against. Um, but, yeah, this week, uh, Kansas City's defense, real tough. Uh, Going to give Zach Wilson even more fits than he's had so far. Yeah. Um, I also don't like any Patriots against Dallas. I know we, I've, get, I've been a Patriots hater like all season. Um, Trayvon Diggs was a big part of that defense that's now gone. Yeah. And they were exposed a little bit in those regards. And Bill Belichick is going to come after that. Uh, I just really don't like any of the Patriots. Yeah. And then I think Dallas's defense is better than what they showed against Arizona last week. Uh, if you watched any of that game, there was kind of a lot of like really great plays made by Arizona. Really opportunistic plays. Um, where they found little niches that worked that were temporary, but they worked at the time, the 60-yard field goal before halftime. Like, right. they just had a lot of plays like that to help them win the game, and kudos to them. I don't think that's something that you can expect uh, very often. Some plays that I do like, you know, that, that Denver-Chicago game, I, I have Jerry Judy in some of my leagues. Uh, I have Khalil Herbert in some of my leagues. I I haven't decided if I'm going to start him over the guys I have ahead of him. But, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued at the very least about that game. Um I know Buffalo's defense just went wild last week, but this week they run into Miami. Uh, I don't think that Miami's defense, or Miami's offense is going to be stifled too much by that, so I'm still playing all Dolphins. Um, Atlanta and Jacksonville, it intrigues me. I like the Jaguars' offense. They did crap this last week, but I think they're going to come back against a good Falcons team and uh, turn it back on at home, but we'll see. We'll see. You got any plays that you really like this week? Uh, I mean, if we just watched James
1: Conner run all over. Dallas. So I I'm still gonna fire up Stevenson. I know that you don't like the Pats, but I mean if they can have any sort of success, like I think this might be a breakout game
0: for Ramondre. My but. thing with Ramondre is he looks so bad in the passing game. He dropped two swing routes, like two, just yeah, <laughs> dropped, and then he looks frustrated and going back to the huddle and stuff, and it's like, you know, it, whether he's not knowing the plays and knowing the ball's coming or whether he's just not catching them, uh, like that's that's a problem to me. And again, I've always had a negative uh, view of the Patriots offense, so I'm just like probably still salty about that, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. They could prove me wrong, or or you know Dallas could show that they're still a top contender in the league. We'll see. fact fun, 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 fun. Fact, fun fact, fun fact, fun facts. facts, fun facts, fun facts.
1: My fun fact for this week is that it is soup season in the Harnish household. Um, My wife and I, we love to um, make soup and chili is a staple, um, potato is a staple. But man, we like to look up different recipes. Uh, My wife will send me TikToks or Facebook shorts about different soup recipes. We'll try them out. It's just a kind of a comfort food in fall, you know. It's, yeah. it's
0: it's soup season, and I love soup. Yeah, bro, you have friends that you can invite over for some soup too. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Just throwing it out there. Uh, we had potato soup last week. Bomb. One of my favorites. Kale does a great job with it. Uh, my my uh fun fact is also a foodie uh fun fact, and it's gonna bring up some nostalgia for you. But my favorite little uh snack to go alongside with a lunch has always been Twinkies. Uh, Kayla got some Twinkies the other day, and just always brings back the good memories. Tyler, do you remember anything about Twinkies and when we were in like elementary school having yeah, lunches?
1: They were kind of the currency in the, yeah, for sure, Eastern elementary school cafeteria. It was kind of like if you got a Twinkie, you can pretty much get. Just about anything you want from somebody.
0: Tyler would take advantage of me pretty much every day, bring a Twinkie from home, and then be like, okay, I want this off your tray, and the answer was yes.
1: I've always been a trader, man.
0: <laughs> I love trays. It, it's carried over into my fantasy. Uh, yeah, major. I remember I remember thinking like, oh man, I hope Tyler has a Twinkie today. Like, I don't even care what we have for lunch. And instead of asking my parents to buy Twinkies, I just always counted on Tyler for bringing them and giving over my healthy food tent. But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Twinkies for lunch this week, been a blast. Had to bring it up in the podcast. Shout out to the wife for picking those up. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, our waiver wire moves have helped you. If you've been, I mean, I've seen some guys in our leagues take our advice and beat us with it. So, I mean, maybe we should just stop doing that segment. But, uh, no, we're happy to help. We want you guys to win your leagues. We know that everybody's in, like, several leagues like we are. Um, and so, hopefully, uh, you're finding this fruitful and you're able to make those playoffs. But we're not just here to make them. We're here to win them.